EO Fire 1250. Your confidence will come when you take action. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite. Looking for an easy way to meet with your team minus the hassle? Visit gotomeeting.com and click that try it free button for your free 30-day trial. That's gotomeeting.com. Hiring but not sure where to find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can find your perfect candidate today. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Thais Guimaraes. Thais, are you prepared to ignite? Hell yeah. Yes. Thais <laughs> is a women's leadership coach, yoga and meditation teacher, mentor, and leader. She supports ambitious, heart-centered women to optimize their lifestyle, create a spirituality rock and business, and make a bigger impact. And of course, lead from their authentic feminine power so they can be the change they wish to see in the world. Thais, take a minute, fill in any gaps from the intro, and let everybody know how I nailed your first and last name. First, you did amazing with my name. <laughs> I am, I'm originally from Brazil, and my mom had no intention of moving to the United States. So when we did, it was uh, quite the ride of figuring out how to get people to pronounce my name correctly. So you did amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So I just moved to Los Angeles about seven months ago. I quit my full-time job to go into entrepreneurship full-time, and it's been just the most amazing ride. So what I really want to do is kind of have you give us a snapshot about where you're at right now. And that's going to include revenue, Thais, because we are entrepreneurs. We're looking to build viable businesses. You know, we need to extend our runways. We need to pay the bills. We need to do all of these things. So what are the ways that you are actually bringing dollars in the doors today? Yeah, so I have a few different ways. I have my high-end coaching offers, which includes a three-month and a 12-month program. And then I lead in-person retreats, workshops, and other events here in Los Angeles, including a movement that I co-founded with my good friend Bree here in Los Angeles called the Amplify Collective. Mm, well, lovely in Fire Nation. Look around you? Like, what can you do in your region, in your area? Like, we live in this huge virtual world, and that's amazing, but that means that everybody can reach everybody. But guess what? In your area, like Thais in LA, she can start a movement, a local movement. That's that's really powerful stuff. I kind of love that insight. Now, Thais, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. We're going to talk about your ups. We're going to talk about your downs. We're going to talk about the in-betweens. But as you know, being a listener of EO Fire, we start with not just the downs, but the lowest of the low. What is your worst entrepreneurial moment? And Thais, I'm going to make you tell that story if you don't. So bring us to that moment. Tell us that story. All right. Well, it started when I decided that I wanted to host my first workshop it was right around the time that I was starting my business and I love being in person and seeing people in person and there's such a power to the online community, but I felt a calling to bring people together. And I was terrified of hosting a workshop because my biggest fear was that no one was going to show up. 
And what would that mean about me? It would mean that I failed. It would mean that I'm not good enough, that I don't have a powerful message. You know, all of those doubts that we all have when we're about to do something big. And when you're in person, it's a lot harder to fake it. It's a lot harder <laughs> to have a script. It's You actually have to show up fully. And that was very terrifying for me, but I felt ready. And I felt like this was what I had to do. So I put together my first workshop. I promoted it to everyone virtually and in person. I was telling everyone about it. I was so excited, John, about this workshop. It was only like $15. I mean, it was very low cost of entry. And I wanted to get about 20 to 35 people in the room. The day of the workshop, I walked into the space and there were three people in attendance, two of which were my parents. (laughs) And it felt like a huge fail. It felt like I messed up. If it really felt all those fears that I had came to reality in many ways. And that's when I realized that we all have to start somewhere. And the experiences, our worst entrepreneurial moment is only the worst entrepreneurial moment if we define it as such and if we allow it to define us. And I decided I was not going to stop there. And only three people are better than zero. I can show up fully to these three people. And then the very next time I had the same exact workshop, a week later, I had over 15 people in attendance. Wow. And look at if you had given up. If you said, you know what? This doesn't work. You that are not one of my two parents go home right now. Like, I want to start <laughs> crying. You never would have had that next experience with 15 people in a room. Now, let's just kind of dig a little bit deeper into this first one, though. So your parents were there. Who was this other person? It was a friend. Okay. (laughs) So literally nobody outside of your sphere showed up for the first event, but you got that out of the way. And then the next event, you had 15 people. Now, how many people were outside of your sphere on that second round? The majority. So I had, I think, maybe 14 of those people were people that I knew, but I didn't know. They weren't intimate in my life. And then a good friend of mine. So that was definitely a huge shift in turnout. I'm going to totally butcher this quote by Rocky, but I love the movie Rocky, so uh, I'm going I'm to give it a go here. And basically what it says is Fire Nation is, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you get punched in the face and knocked down to the mat. It matters how many times you get back up. Now, Thais, she got knocked down to the mat right there. Her parents and a friend and a bunch of empty chairs. Like, she got knocked down to the mat. We've all been there. But she got back up. Next round, 14 people showed up outside of her sphere making things happen. So I love that. That's a big takeaway for me. Thais, what do you want Fire Nation to get from that story? Yeah, that you don't have to allow your failures to define your successes. So oftentimes we allow these tragic moments and we take it as a sign like, oh, maybe it's, it's a sign that I'm not supposed to be doing this or it's a sign that if, if I were supposed to be doing it, it would be a lot easier. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that we can just allow uh, life to define us in this way. If you're meant to do something, if you feel that fire burning in your soul, in your heart saying you have to do this. Don't let anything deter you. For me, it was just this tiny microcosm of three people versus 15. And now it's a lot bigger and it will get bigger. There will be moments where you're having, you know, $30,000 launches and you only get, you know, one person to sign up. That doesn't mean you failed. Look to see what you can tweak and then go do it because failure only, you only fail, right? If you quit. So just don't quit. Quit. Keep going because we need your work out there. 
don't let your failures affect your success, Fire Nation. I mean, what would have happened if, you know, now over 1,250 episodes ago, I would have said, 28 downloads, like, that's it? Like, I'm, I'm packing up, I'm quitting. You're like, no, like, that's not how successful entrepreneurs roll. We had 1.25 million listens in the month of January 2016, Fire Nation, but that took three and a half years to grow slowly and steadily too. So huge and... I really kind of had a little flashback, Thais, because as you were talking about, you know, how some people just like look and they interpret everything like it's a sign or something. And, yeah. and I'm reading a lot of Greek mythology right now, like Alexander the Great and the Spartans and really enjoy this type of reading. But it's so crazy to me, like how much they, you know, look, oh my God, it's cloudy today. Like a cloud went over the, over the sun right now. Like that must mean that, you know, we can't plant our crops now. Like mm-hmm. they would just look for these signs and interpret them in these crazy ways. And we look at that and we say, that's crazy. But, you know, how are we doing those things in our everyday lives? And we're saying, you know, just because nobody showed up, like, why are we interpreting that in a specific way? Why can't we interpret it in another way? Like, okay, why, why can't I have more people show up next week? And that's exactly the way you should be focused. So, Thais, I want you to get into another story now. I want you to tell us, Fire Nation, a time that you had an aha moment, a light bulb, an epiphany, and that you took action on that and turned it into success. Now, of course, you've had a lot, but what's the one story you're going to tell us today, Fire Nation? So it happened about, I was three years into my business and I was working full time and side hustling like many people are right now, they're not quite ready to quit their jobs and go into full-time entrepreneurialism. And that's where I was. But I knew that I wanted to eventually go into full-time and I just didn't know how. And I was hearing all these stories, John, about people making, you know, millions of dollars the first year in their business and, you know, having these huge success rates the first six months of their work. (laughs) And here I was three years into my business making maybe a thousand dollars in my business. And it, there was this aha moment for me where I really looked at what the results of my actions were. And I realized I was spending about 95% of my time fixing my website. Mm. I was spending 95% of my time doing activities that did not actually result in client generation, right? Fixing websites, Facebook posting, um, you know, spending time looking at what other people were doing. I call it band-aiding my business together. I was signing up for everybody's freebies. I received almost over 300 newsletters. Oh. Exactly. And I thought that this is the way it's, it goes. You just, you know, look to see what everyone else is doing and then you kind of just put it all together and figure it out. And when I, really looked at my behavior and my actions and three years had gone by and I still wasn't successful, quote unquote, in my business, I realized there was something that had to change and that I could not do it alone. And it was kind of hypocritical that I was coaching and telling people that they needed coaches and I myself was not getting, I did not have a coach. I was not bringing on support and help that was tailored to me. And so I decided to invest in a high-end coach. Uh, she was $25,000. I was making $1,000 in my business. So you can imagine the fears <laughs> that came up when I decided to invest in this woman. But I knew I had that moment where I knew that enough was enough. I was tired of the results that I was getting. And I knew that I could not do it alone. So many powerful things are coming out of that story, mm-hmm. Fire Nation. 
what's your 2080? Like, what's the 20% of things that you do day in, day out that bring 80% of the results? And if you actually identify that, then why the heck are you spending 80% of the time on the other things? Just focus on that 20% over and over again. And I love what you were talking about, Thais, about how you were consuming, consuming, consuming. Fire Nation, we as entrepreneurs that are building credibility and authority, we have to produce. Now, believe me, there are seasons for everything. When I started, I was consuming everything and producing nothing because I didn't know how to produce. But every single day I woke up, it was like I'd be like 99% consuming, 1% producing. And then 10 days later, I'm 10% producing, 90% consuming. And here I am three and a half years later, You know, I am producing, producing, producing like 95% of the time. I'm never gonna stop consuming, but I'm only consuming 5% and I'm only consuming that high level stuff that I know is going to help me, mm-hmm. Fire Nation. That's how the flow goes. So that was my aha moment from your aha moment, Thais. What do you <laughs> want to make sure our listeners get from your story? Yeah, we just spend so much time being so busy. We're so busy. We're such a culture and society of busyness, like little worker bees, little you know ants just working so hard. And I encourage you to take a moment and step back. And really ask yourself, be truthful. Is my busyness resulting in what I want? And if it's not, can you refocus your efforts on what will? And if you don't know what will, fine. Bring someone on. Stop wasting your time. We Time is our most precious commodity, right? Doing it alone just isn't going to work anymore. So look to see what your actions are. If they're not resulting in the success and the money and the clients and whatever else that you crave, if it's not creating that in your life. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It simply means that it's time to refocus. It's a really powerful statement. And Fire Nation, I want to give you a little insight. Whenever I'm hanging out at a conference or talking to entrepreneurs, like just one-on-one, they love saying this phrase, like, I'm so busy, John. You wouldn't believe how busy I am. And I say, oh, that's too bad. And they're like, well, what do you mean that's too bad? And I'm like, well, I don't know any really successful entrepreneurs, like successful both in business and in life that are as busy as you claim to be. So that's too bad. Like, I think when you figure out how not to be so busy and to get your life under control, like you're probably gonna start having some success in life. And it's just that busy little bee mentality of we're buzzing everywhere, but really accomplishing nothing. And and not that bees accomplish nothing. They're amazing. They transport pollen and their, their flowers, et cetera. I love all bees. So <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to move into, Thais, is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. That's such a good question, John. I would say, you know, one of my biggest weaknesses is that wanting instant gratification. It may be my age. It may be whatever it is. I feel like when I create something that's so amazing, my my initial thought is I want the results of this to happen immediately. And I've come to realize over time that it's not the getting attached to instant gratification puts us on this roller coaster where we are dependent on circumstance for our happiness. And that's a lot of, you know, the work that I do as a spiritual coach, which is if you depend on external stuff to determine your worth and determine your happiness, you're going to be hooked. You're going to be addicted to the results in order for you to feel good. You can feel good and alive and powerful and yummy in your body and in your life and not be getting the instant results. You may be getting bad news. And, and if you find that sense of in 
internal locus of control or that sense of worthiness within you. If bad things happen, it doesn't, it's not as tragic. It doesn't hurt the way sometimes it hurts when we're really dependent on the results to define who we are. I love that phrase of delayed gratification. In Fire Nation, a lot of people don't realize the power of delayed gratification. There was a great study about kids when they were young, like six and seven years old, being put in a room and said, hey, if you don't eat that marshmallow, when I come back in 15 minutes, I'm going to give you another marshmallow. And like the kids, 7%, I think, ended up passing that test. So 93% failed, 7% passed. They were able to delay their gratification those kids were tracked for like the next 50 years in life and they were astronomically more successful because they could delay gratification. And I honestly believe that this is actually one of my superhero, um, superhuman qualities is that I actually can do this really well. Definitely have a lot of flaws, but I definitely can delay gratification until it matters. So this is something to really think about. And I think it's interesting, Thais, that you put instant gratification as a weakness because I really think it is. And I think that Mm -hmm. if we can work to delayed gratification, that's huge. Now, on the flip side, what's your biggest strength? I don't give up. (laughs) You're that rocky. You get knocked to the floor, you get punched in the face, and you get up off the mat. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's the getting up. It's the getting up that, you know, I, I tease that there's a hundred times a day when I want to give up on my business. And then a hundred times a day where I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, this is just the most amazing thing in the world. And it's the getting up from the, I just want to quit and not doing it and, and getting focused and coming back to your body and your breath. And then just deciding what can I do with what I have to make the most impact that is available to me right now, right? Getting that back up, remembering it's not about you and then staying focused on what you want. And when you attach that with the delayed gratification, you do what you've created, John, which is it took you three years. And Mm. now look at how many people are listening to your podcast. If you had wanted that immediately, your fire probably would have been out a long time ago. So it's the perseverance, the keep going that I think is one of my biggest strengths and the biggest strengths of any entrepreneur who are successful and who do reach that level of success at a steady uh, amount. Couldn't agree more on every single level. And Thais, you can just tell from your passion, from your excitement, that you have a lot of things going on that you are excited about. But what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? Oh, I just hosted a one-day retreat in Santa Monica, John, on Saturday. That was just so amazing. And I am fired up about hosting more retreats. I'm imagining 2017 being the year that I host a week-long retreat in Bali and hosting a week-long retreat in Tulum. And there's just so many beautiful places in the world. And I'm finding with the type of work that I do that the more intimate you can get and the longer time that you can spend nurturing yourself, the more transformation you receive. So I'm just feeling so fired up in elevating people to that level of transformation by being more intimate and and more time together as opposed to just that one hour coaching call. Where can Fire Nation go to find out about some of these upcoming retreats? Yeah, so uh, you can go to my website, coachtais.com, and it's T-H-A-I-S. I also have a gift for all you listening, Fire Nation, at coachtais.com forward slash fire. And it's my meditation ebook. It's an ebook I've created with videos and audios to help you kind of get started on what it looks like to create a consistent meditation practice. But I post all of my retreats and all of the info on my stuff on my website. Fire Nation, don't go anywhere because we are about to enter and crush the lightning rounds. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
Building a strong team is a huge part of growing your business. As an entrepreneur, I can tell you that your business is only as good as the people you hire to help support it. But it's nearly impossible to find qualified candidates. You know, the ones who are going to be as dedicated to your business as you are. After all, there are only so many hours in a day. But posting your job in just one place isn't enough to find those quality candidates. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you've posted, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll in ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Try ZipRecruiter to get your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Sick of the hassle, time, and money it takes to hold a meeting? We've all been there before, and we know we could be spending our bandwidth in much better ways. But of course, meeting with your clients and coworkers is important, so just meet with them online with GoToMeeting because it's a smarter way to meet. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet anytime, anyplace, because with GoToMeeting, you can meet from any computer, tablet, or smartphone without the hassle, time, and money it takes to travel somewhere. Afraid it'll be too techy for your team? No way. Anyone can join just by clicking a link. No signups required. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days, nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Thais, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Whew, I'm ready. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, I, you know, call myself a reluctant entrepreneur for a long time because I was really scared of being my own boss and that fear that I was going to be the worst boss that I could be. Uh, and, you know, it's part of the learning curve of how to be your own boss. But for me, that was super scary. How to create a system in my life so that I could show up on a consistent basis when my moods fluctuate and when things aren't working out. And yeah, that was what was holding me back for about three years. What's the best advice you've ever received? Give yourself space to react. So oftentimes when we get bad news or we're on the phone and, and something jars at us, it's very easy for us to take it personal and want to attack or want to react in a very fast way. So giving myself space to maybe say, you know what, let me get back to you or taking a moment before responding to the email to just breathe and coming back to center has allowed me to not take things so personally and respond to people from, you know, from a place of love and compassion. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Hmm, I would say focus. Where your attention flows, intention goes. So the more you can focus on one thing at a time, either one project at a time, one hour at a time, just remove distractions, stay focused, you're going to get so much more done and have so much more time to do what you want to do. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? So I love the tool called Grammarly. It's a um, Chrome extension that wherever you have to type something, whether it's a Facebook post or on MailChimp or Infusionsoft, whatever tool you use, it automatically goes through and checks your grammar and checks your spelling and shows you suggestions. If you could just recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? 
Hands down, it's The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Uh, it's such a brilliant book that shows the importance of going after your hero's journey, of going after your adventure, because what you learn in the process is so key to your evolution, and it's so much more important than the destination. It's a beautiful book. It's been recommended a couple times on EO Fire, but nobody's pronounced his last name so eloquently. Say that one more time. Well, he is Brazilian, so... <laughs> there it is. I knew there was a reason. So it's Paulo Coelho. Oh, beautiful. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Thais, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? When you sent me this question, it's so funny because I laughed and I thought to myself, this is exactly what it was when I moved to Los Angeles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, from in seven days, I would just go to as many places I know that my tribe hang out at because your vibe attracts your tribe. The pe Who you are attracts the most amazing people to you if you just put yourself out there. So I would go to yoga studios and I would go to places that has amazing green juices and I would just connect with people. I need to connect with people to feel sane in my life and to feel like I'm creating something. So yeah, I would connect with people and then I would probably use my laptop to stay connected with those people. And then who knows, maybe I would start another movement in this new world where I would change the way women network in America. Your vibe attracts your tribe. I love that, Fire Nation. And Thais, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Whew, let's see. But guidance... You know, I would say to really trust that you're doing the right thing because so often I think self-doubt keeps us so crippled and it keeps us second guessing. And that's what keeps us wanting to subscribe to 350 other people's mm. newsletters. And that's what keeps you feeling uh, stuck from doing the work that you're meant to do is that self-doubt. And I see self-doubts as a form of resistance. And often we're resisting our greatness. We're resisting the ability to actually change the world. So if you're one of those people that experience self-doubt, and that's all of us, and experience the sense of, I don't know if I can do this, do it. Your confidence will come when you take action, when you put yourself out there, when you send the request, when you teach the workshop. And so what if only two people show up? Those two people were meant to be there. Uh, and then you can find me on my website, coachtaste.com. And like I said, I have an amazing gift for all of you. It's a 16-page comprehensive meditation ebook. I'm really excited about it. And that's at coachtaste.com slash uh, forward slash fire. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Coach T and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Thais, that's T-H-A-I-S, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, go directly to coachthais.com slash fire for your free gift. You want to be there. And thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today, because for that, we salute you, Thais, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. 
Give the gift of freedom to your friend or loved one with The Freedom Journal, and they will accomplish their number one goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite.